welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Incohesivity Podcast. I am your host, me. It is 60-something degrees, almost 50 degrees, and sunny in my neck of the woods. Fall is really, really showing her ass out this time of year. Okay, she's here and she needs to be recognized. She needs to be seen. All right, the leaves have all fucking fallen. Okay, she's she's full ass here. Not like fall wasn't already full ass here, but she is full ass in this bitch. Okay, also, um, you guys better fucking thank me. You guys being anybody if anyone at all ever listens to this podcast for putting this goddamn buffer back on this fucking mic okay everybody bow down to me okay because i have been merciful upon your ears and have finally put the buffer back on this mic did i get a new mic fuck no no way no 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 i paid 30 dollars plus seven dollars shipping and handling for this mic okay and I have no intention of getting rid of it anytime soon. This bitch has to full out break. Okay? I gotta be on toaster fucking quality before I get rid of this bitch. Alright? That's a promise. Anyways. Um, I haven't recorded in a few weeks. Only because I have pre-recorded so many fucking episodes. <laughs> I pre-recorded so many goddamn episodes and we're finally reaching around that time where I'm about to run out of episodes that will be pre-scheduled to go up. So I just figured, hey man, you know, it's a slow morning and I'm feeling antsy because I do have company coming over. Um... And you know, like, you know, like that excitement, like that nervousness, like that anxiousness you feel like right before you got to do something and you're all antsy and you're like, holy shit, what do I do with myself until I actually, actually have to like do stuff, right? So that's, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm being antsy and waiting for that moment before I actually have to do stuff. Um, and I decided to be productive, productive. Yeah. Like that's a fucking word. Productive. One day I will learn English. One day. It'll happen, I promise. Um, but no, I'm, I'm being productive and I am. I took some time out of my morning to type up notes for. So, like, let me just say that up until maybe the last podcast before this one, um, I have not gone into uh, recording these with any fucking plan, right? But. I'm very happy to announce that I have now been taking the time to type up a, a bit of, a, I wouldn't say a script, but you know, I have ADD, my brain bounces all over the place, you know, I know this podcast is called Incohesivity, but really this is helping me to just be able to talk, just at all, you know? Um, so yeah, today we will, I, I have some, because this was something that I have recently just in the past couple of days really been like thinking about 
because it's it's jarring to me you know so i and maybe it's because i'm um i don't know i don't know what triggered this i really don't like is it because i'm growing out my hair or because i'm like i i don't know man but i've recently began to bethunk about um the fact that oh oh yeah i remember now that i'm sitting in my room i record from my room i'm sitting in my room i like looked over i was like oh yeah this is what triggered the thought um my room is clean and and not to the extent that like like oh everything has its place and it's in its place i mean beyond that it's fucking clean my bed is made Okay, my room has remained organized. I have found a place and kept things in their place for an extended period of time, actually. Um, I have decorated my room a little bit. Not like a lot, you know. I, I, you know, I, I live in this room. I don't know if my landlord will ever renew my lease. I do hope that she does. I would like to stay here for one more year <laughs> so i don't have a lot of furniture per se because i'm a little bit nervous that i'm gonna have to move soon anyways and moving sucks um but i have kind of decorated my room with like candy bowls like jars of like bowls of like candy right which is like really cute i actually really like it i got incense so my room and room spray as well so my room has been smelling nice my room's been looking nice and i haven't been like just pigging out on candy by the way i think the entire time this candy's been sitting in my room i've had all of five pieces and it's been a week or so right so this is a little bit jarring to me you know my i've been keeping up with my laundry my closet is organized for the first time in ever right i'm just i'm dressed decently i've been doing i mean like it's it's weird to say but i've just been behaving like a normal everyday average person and i'm wondering because this is this is new to me right i'm wondering if this is like the sign is this the sign is this the is this the indicator is this the beginnings of adulthood like I know it sounds strange. I do live relatively on my own. I, I have roommates, but like I pay my own bills, right? I, I I go to work five days a week, 40 hours a week, right? Eight hours a day times five is 40. You know, they take out time for lunch, even if I don't go to lunch, you know? Fuck them hoes. Um, I accomplish work at my job. That is why I'm still employed. Um, <laughs> uh, I go home. I do things such as my laundry or um, crocheting or doing or, or, or I don't know, like watching YouTube videos and cooking myself a meal or even cooking and planning my meals for the days ahead you know planning my outfits for the days ahead putting things I mean like it's it's so crazy because in a strange way I didn't think that I would be this high functioning at any point in my life you know 
you know, as a, as a teenager, I would always just kind of like resign myself to the idea that I'm always going to have a messy room. I'm always going to be an emotional mess. I'm always going to be all over the place. Okay. I'm always going to be a fucking train wreck. Okay. And it's never going to change. Nobody's ever going to want me. I'm going to be just a mess. You know, I resigned myself to that idea. And it's crazy to think because my, the adults that were in my life at the time also resigned themselves to that idea. Okay. They were not very encouraging. Um, and it's very crazy for me to think like, here I am. Here I am. I'm doing great. And I'm like, is this what, is this? Because nobody, I don't think anybody ever really tells you like that there is like this one specific thing that you're supposed to be able to accomplish that defines adulthood, right? And I just, just graduated out of the teenage phase of my life. I just turned 20. Um, And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this, is this adulthood? And so I... You know, there's so many things that I have done, just done, just for the sake of it. You know, I'm, things are clean, once again. I'm curbing my caffeine addiction because my sleep schedule is a mess. Okay, teenage Asia took her shit sleep schedule and ate that shit for breakfast. Okay, I didn't give a shit about my fucking sleep schedule. Now I'm like... I can't live like this. How do I function? How have I functioned up until this point? I'm cutting caffeine out of my life because it's fucking up my my sleep schedule. You know, I've been paying attention to my body, which is why I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm I'm supposed to, okay. Getting my life together. Still haven't put getting meds for ADD on the list yet. Um, Trying to remember to, you know, go to doctor's appointments. Find a gynecologist. I've never been to a gynecologist in my life. You know? Maybe go to therapy because I'm a little fucked up. You know? (laughs) These are things that I'm now like actively considering. Um, I have quite suddenly, by the way, fallen into what can only be defined as the miracle of financial responsibility. It's the end of the fucking month, guys, and I still have money in my bank account. What is that? What the fuck is that? I have never seen that shit in my goddamn life. Never. And this is not the first month of my life that I've had a job. No, I've had a job for, I've had jobs. I've been working jobs. (laughs) I've been employee (laughs) for years. Never, never, never seen money at the end of the month. I'm like, what the fuck? It's so, I mean, like, I, is this adulthood, you know? And no doubt, you know, these new behaviors, I guess, shouldn't be new. Like, I am years over 18 i pay bills i have debt (laughs) like every other adult 
Um, I can now confidently say to myself and to the people I spend time with that there is food at home. Like we don't need to stop at McDonald's. There is food at home, (laughs) you know? But like emotionally and, you know, perceptually, am I actually transforming into an adult? Which is what I wanted to explore in today's podcast. Um, What the fuck was that? What the fuck? I could have swore. I could have swore I just saw something. Mm-mm. That's none of my business. Mm-mm. I ain't playing that. That's. Oh, hell. <laughs> no, what the fuck? Oh my god. I didn't. Oh, I'm not playing with that. No, ma'am. Um, I'm just going to mind my own business. Listen. Sniffling because it's fucking cold in my house. I don't have corona. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> um, listen, word to y'all from me who has lived just a little, not a lot, but lived a little, you know? If you see something creepy and while you're minding your own business and living your life, hey, just continue living your life and minding your own business, okay? Unless it's a physical human being weird, in which case maybe live your life somewhere else you know if it's just something weird and you know you're alone and it's just like something hey continue going on about your business okay whatever freakiness is happening over in whatever corner you saw it happening in is minding its own business too okay so you have no need to bother that okay i just saw something move it looked like a dark shadow out of the listen that's none of my fucking business. Whatever that was is living his best life over there, and I'm living my best life over here. <laughs> and that's that on that on that. It's on period, bro. That's how. That's hey. That's how. That's how I live for this long, bro. For real, for real. But anyways, back to the back to the subjective matter. Holy shit, bro. Hairs on my legs are standing up. Ooh, Alhamdulillah. Ooh, no, 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 no. Um, so let's, I mean, so the definition of an adult via Google. Thank you, Google. Um, is the uh, Google awful three. Google, go, one day I will learn English one of these days it's not today though um google offers three definitions um the noun definition of adult a person who is fully grown or developed now i would like to contest that in my life because i don't want to believe that this is where my boobs stop growing like i'm literally an a cup like less than an a cup i'm flat fucking chested okay every other physical developmental milestone i suppose i have passed but where the fuck are my tits at anyways (laughs) oh my gosh well i guess i guess based on the noun definition i am fully grown and developed unfortunately this is where the buck stops for me Thank you for that. 
um, the adjective definition in parentheses of a person or animal and parentheses um, fully grown or developed once again unfortunately this is where I am fully grown and developed <clears throat> verb definition to behave in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially by accomplishing mundane but necessary tasks. Okay. Now, I believe that mundane, let me see, mundane, yes, mundane means lacking interest or excitement, dull. I think that the verb definition mixed with the noun definition is where i'm going to base my assumptions of being an adult is and i'm fully developed physically unfortunately um <laughs> and to behave in a way characteristic of responsible adult we're trying to figure out if i am um but especially by accomplishing mundane but necessary tasks hey i take shits for real, I take shits. Okay. That's mundane but necessary. If I never took shits, <laughs> fuck my intestines, right? I'd probably be dead and smell awful. Like, probably nobody would go near my corpse, okay? So I do take shits. Okay, I pee as well. Um, what else? Mundane but necessary tasks i feed myself i do one one to two times a day i feed myself and if you're concerned by that number you should consider that i forget to eat most of the time but i do make it i've made it a part of my routine so that i don't forget because i just do it out of habit to feed myself in the morning at least once you know so hey and if i you know pay attention to myself enough to wonder why i'm dizzy and shaky and and moody to realize that oh yeah you're probably hungry i might even feed myself in the evening fucking insane that is if there's food at home which there always is honestly to dry pasta fucking delicious <laughs> along with you know going to work being a decent employee and um the other things actually recently at work i just got a little gift from um my superiors because apparently one of the events that i kind of um kind of headline i wouldn't say head like like kind of i wasn't like in charge per se but i was kind of like the one that like really put it together you know um all decisions had to go through the assholes upstairs but you know that's with everything um uh they gave me a card and a 100 dollar bill and let me tell you i took that card and ate it and then I took that $100 bill and put it down to uh, pay for a new piercing. Yes, I have scheduled a new piercing. 
Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Have my most recent piercings healed yet? No. My titties have not healed yet. And am I still getting a new piercing? Yes. Yes, I am. Inshallah. Hey, gotta add that in there because part of my growth process as a human being, I have been working on my emotional growth, is to reconnect with my spirituality. So I'm trying to do that, you know, in a way that is comfortable yet meaningful to me. Um, what are we talking about? This is why. <clears throat> this is why we write notes and have documents prior to the podcast because I go all over the place. I don't even know what I was talking about two seconds ago. This is bad. Really bad. Um, I should not have a podcast. Like, there's no point to this. It's, it's incoherent. It's incohesive. This is the Incohesivity Podcast with your host, me. It's like, it's like a few months ago when I started this, I realized that it would just be a mess. So that's, that's some, that's some foresight, uncharacteristically so, foresight on my part, you know? Anyways. So I mean, like, I guess, <clears throat> logically, logically speaking, I am a fully grown and I do the mundane successfully sometimes, most of the time, not always, but most of the time I do successfully execute the mundane tasks that are necessary for my survival and the maintenance of my current lifestyle, which is very simplistic by the way, <clears throat> very simplistic. I wake up in the morning, I go to work and I come home and I execute everything that I need to do in order to be able to do those things. So I guess technically i have reached adulthood i am an adult by every definition um both physically legally and behaviorally i am an adult i i am grown i'm t i'm grown you can't tell me nothing, I'm grown. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think the reason why this is so significant to me is because it's strange. Because I don't really know where to go from here. You know? Um, to be fully transparent, I was not offered the privilege of a functional childhood. Not everybody is. Um, so... You know, a functional childhood, if it can even be called that, um, a childhood, that is. Um, <clears throat> so to be honest, I wasn't really prepared for, nor did I think I could or would reach adulthood. You know, I figured at 20, I'd probably be cracked out under a bridge. By now, I'm grateful that I'm not. But that was where, that was, that was my expectations, you know, by around this point. <clears throat> I figured that either my quirkiness and dysfunctionality would be so outrageous that I would gather, I would garner some 
absolutely um uh, like crazy fame just because i'm insane either that or i would just be the lowest of the low um because i didn't have anything particularly guidance um and i mean for me um i feel like a lot of people or myself in particular um i kind of pace through life um in stages and milestones um you know sweet 16 or even before that first steps first word um first day at school sweet 16 first prom first homecoming your high school graduation your first car driver's license whatever you know first day at college first time moving out of your parents house first breakups shit first stabbings first robberies you know like like milestones and due to um my traumatic past i can't even remember half of my milestones if i even reached any of them you know at least the ones that you're supposed to reach prior to full-fledged adulthood i feel like i was just kind of like dumped here i can't remember my childhood not clearly you know my childhood memories are very scattered really not very vivid in the slightest i actually remember a lot of my childhood um through word of mouth from my cousins and from other family members who had to tell me about my childhood which is crazy that's how like i was i'm not gonna say that i was like you know like locked in a basement but i was i was pretty messed up as a kid and so for me to like it is very jarring for me to say a my fucked up childhood and i got here right i should be a drug addict statistically speaking i should be a drug addict a drug dealer a prostitute i should not have graduated high school i shouldn't even i shouldn't be where i am you know there's uh, statistically wise you know no reason for me to be an adult right now you know even if i think about some of my personal experiences there were times where i literally just looked at my life and looked to myself and said okay this is a miserable existence and it's time to it's time to stop you know which is sad that i ever re- that i even reached those points and thank god i was dragged away by the police in handcuffs as a result of that but <laughs> you know um i'm here now and i i want to say yes it was quite sudden it was very sudden i it was a trip slip and stumble here you know it was not a smooth ride here and now i'm an adult you know and i don't know what to do now you know i don't have any real guidance other than google and she can be kind of flaky she's she you know you could be like hey you know i'm feeling really depressed and then google offers you the suicide hotline number as well as a porn hub 
um, video, um, Minecraft, smut. Uh, that's the answer to sadness, says Google sometimes. Depends on how bugged up your fucking computer is. <laughs> don't ask how I got there. Please don't ever question how I got there. It was a sad night. Anyways, um, so, I mean, I guess I do know um, all the stereotypical things that she would think an adult would tell their spawns as they unfortunately begin to um, metastasize upon this earth. Um, like save money and get a solid job or maybe do the first before the second, you know, find someone nice, settle down, buy a house. Somehow in this fucking economy, somehow purchase a house. You know, and acquire, you know, one, two and a half kids and a dog and fucking get old and die quietly. Damn it. Like, you know, I get that that's the easiest. That is the easiest blueprint to follow. That is the most common blueprint to follow. That's the blueprint that works for 90% of the people that follow the blueprint. You know, job, house, car, kids die. You know, you know, it's, it's, I get it. But if that's what I would be told to do, if that's the actual, just, if that's literally it for the instructions, I personally will want more details, you know? But then, you know, they're going to say, oh, you know, everything that happens in between that is for you to figure out. Good fucking luck, Charlie. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. It's strange. It's strange. It's so strange. And I don't even know how I got here. I don't know how I reached the point where I'm an adult, you know? It's, um, I'm grateful, very grateful that I'm an adult. Because once again, there are multiple times where I simply just didn't think that I would be one. But I am. And I, I do... I can say with confidence that I'm very grateful for my ability to live within the mundane, you know, and to be able to support myself and live and thrive. You know, I have things going on for myself. I'm still in the process of joining the firehouse. Like, cheese on cheese. It's taking forever, but whatever. Um, I'm, hey, when I go to get my uh, new piercing, which I'm hoping I can get my septum re-pierced, I, uh, I'll tell you that after this. Um, you know, I, I want to learn body piercing. I would like to learn body piercing because as a really bad example of a Muslim woman, um, <laughs> I have found that within the very strict and conservative Muslim community, there are a lot of women and their husbands who don't want them to get piercings or do anything really outside of the company of Muslim women which that's a whole different discussion. 
But I'm like, you know, it would be really cool for me to be able to, A, capitalize. Fuck yeah, bro. And offer a, as another Muslim woman, offer a safe space. You know, I can come to your home, you know, and allow you to feel comfortable and allow your nasty ass husband to feel comfortable with you getting a body piercing from a certified, verified Muslim woman and licensed body piercer in the state of Maryland. That is what I would like to accomplish. Um, I do have to ask my piercing guy how you do that though because the internet just says that you have to take the test and get licensed, right? But like, there has to be like something in between wanting to become a body piercer and then getting licensed. Like, I feel like there's a learning process in between that. Um, because my piercer, Dave, he's very learned in human anatomy and all that shit and how the body works and what piercings, what people can get and can't get, you know, based on how their bodies are and, you know, their, you know, how their just shit just works. And so what I'm saying is I probably, um, you know, in order for me to take that test, uh, um, uh, need to learn that and I don't know where because you ask the internet and the internet's like fuck if I know um, but then the internet also offers me because I am a resident of Maryland they also say that hey just a heads up you don't have to be licensed to do body piercings in DC um, which it's rude that I asked Google you know how do where do I learn this from and they were like why don't you go somewhere where you simply just don't have to learn so anyways um <laughs> but you know I, I i am doing things with my life but sometimes is very comforting oftentimes actually most times it's very comforting for me to be able to be conscious of this beautiful blessed time of monotony that i have been offered but I'm like, what do I do with my, my my free time? You know, like I go to work so I can pay bills and there is time in between working and doing things for the firehouse where I'm literally just sitting on my ass and I'm incapable of doing that. I am very sorry. I don't know how to just sit still. I simply don't. Like I'm sitting here trying to let bread rise. That's, that's what I'm doing in the middle of this podcast. I am allowing bread to rise and I'm like, I should just cook this entire meal right now at 10.40 a.m. in the morning. Like, I should just cook my entire dinner right now because I am incapable of just sitting still. So what the fuck am I supposed to do in my free time? Is that another thing I'm supposed to learn as an adult? How to properly and productively utilize my free time in a way that fosters creativity and is also merciful upon my bank account? How the fuck do I do that? Where's the instructions on that? And we're in the middle of a Rona, Miss Rona flapping her ass everywhere, right? So there's not much open to do where I could just like, just go out and live my fucking life, you know? Like, eh. And right now it's, it's the end of November. It is November 28th that I am recording this. Um, they're saying my state's about to go back into a fucking lockdown because we've gone back up to, uh, peak levels back, you know, when Rona first bust her ass out on the scene, you know, just 
letting it loose everywhere, right? No loyalty. So I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like this, I, you know, and when coronavirus first started, I was actually living with my family. And so I would occupy my time with raising children. Did I enjoy raising children? No. Yes, actually I did to an extent. To an extent because raising that many kids by yourself is difficult, you know? And did I ever, you know, hate, have not hate, but you know, have some real bitterness towards my parents, you know? Because I was like, hey, why don't you raise your goddamn kids? And they'd be like, what? You living in my house for free and then telling me to raise my kids when you're here and you can do it instead? What? So yeah, no, very glad I left to an extent, but like my the one thing that I used to do to keep myself busy without spending money is gone now because those kids, now that I've left home, are now being raised by my sister who I was raising prior to me leaving. She's mad. I'm not gonna lie, she's mad. She's mad, mad. She's like, what the fuck is this? Yo. Yeah, she's like, she's like, she'd be texting me. She'd be like, yo, hey, what the fuck? Yo, did you really just, you didn't bring your ass back? Like, I'm like, hey, Brody, I can't do nothing for you, son. I can't do nothing for you. Them your kids now. I passed the chromosomes. Take that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so I guess I have crocheting. I do have a small crocheting side gig. When people want me to crochet things, I simply just do it, you know? Um, other than that, I don't have anything to do with my time. I don't know what's in between accomplishing these set goals, you know? Because now that I'm no longer a child, adulthood is all I have left. This is it for me, okay? This is it after childhood is adulthood and after adulthood is a nice cold spot in the fucking ground what am i supposed to do with the rest of my life i don't know because i have officially confidently and not so gracefully but i'm fucking here reached the rest this is it this is the rest of my life There's nothing more after this. You're gonna have a few milestones and insignificant things that everybody else does. Either that or you're gonna bomb and fail and like end up dead in like fucking Cuba or something like that. Either way, the choices are mine. I don't like having choices because I always make stupid ones. I mean, the past couple of, you know, I've been making some decent choices as of lately, but oh, who knows how long that's gonna fucking last, right? You know? And, what am I supposed to value? Like, what? Holy shit. Dude, is this like my first existential crisis? Is this what this is? This is an existential crisis. This is existentialism, okay? Because now I have to fight with the idea of actually literally just fucking perishing. You know? Holy shit, dude. This is not, I'm not, this is not. not fucking excited like I'm not fucking excited I should be excited 
Because as of late, you know, there's been a lot of peace and quiet and there's a lot to look forward to. But like, what is it exactly is the a lot? I'm just repeating the same thing over and over again. I sound like a broken record right now. Um, new piercing. So I want to get my septum re-pierced. I had my septum pierced back when I first graduated from high school, back when I was 18. And um, that was nice, but you know, a, a stupid teenager does simply just does not take care of her piercings. And through some miracle, I actually did um, get it to heal, but I unfortunately used the improper jewelry. Um, I used a clicker and now I've learned my lesson. Never, ever, ever, ever use clickers on fresh piercings ever, period. That's it. End of sentence. Um, so I used a clicker and the problem with clickers as piercing jewelry is that they, the bars of clickers sometimes have like these little, like really, really small, but they exist like these like sharp ridges on them, right? Like where the two pieces of metal was like pressed together to make one bar for the clicker. Um, and what that ended up doing to my septum is it ended up causing micro abrasions in my septum and causing repeated infections to the point where I, it was so fucking nasty. I feel like I've told this story before. Um, anyways, that was two years ago now. Or one and a half, two years ago now. I'm, Fuck it, we'll say two. Um, I do miss my septum. Does it fit my face? No, I do not think my septum looks good on me. Do I like having a septum just for the sake of having a septum though? Yes, yes I do. Okay, it's one of those illogical things. Do these glasses match with any of my outfits? No. Do I just like these glasses? Yes. Do I simply enjoy the presence of a piece of metal just absolutely stabbed through my septum and hanging out of my nose yes yes the fuck i do yes yes i do that brings me joy that brings me happiness and i want that small bit of happiness back thank you um so hopefully that it can happen um the issue with re-piercings though as i've seen on the internet um where i get all my information from obviously is that there is um, this thing called scar tissue. You know, if uh, a piercing rejects or a piercing simply just doesn't go well, or you need to repair something, oftentimes, most times, most likely, almost all the time, you're going to have scar tissue. Now, Dave, my piercing guy, very meticulously chose one specific spot where he felt that my septum piercing would be best placed and my nose and I would think that because Dave is the one who did it the first time and Dave would be supposedly inshallah hopefully the person that does it the second time he's probably most likely going to choose the same spot again and I'm hoping that any scar tissue that could be there does not affect my piercing I mean a septum piercing is a really easy piercing to get because your nose as Dave was telling me is why i want to get educated about body piercings before just going off and doing them illegally um <laughs> dave was telling me that your nose is a self-cleaning membrane much like your vaginal canals hey your nose and your vagina buddies um, <laughs> um but it is a self-cleaning it has a self-cleaning membrane um it kind of has to you think about it your nose inhales a lot of dust 
bacteria germs on a daily basis um if your nose didn't have some sort of self-cleaning process not like your vagina like your mouth um you would probably not have a nose humans would probably simply not have noses because they would constantly be falling off due to rampant infections um so because of this even though the septum piercing i would like to say was more painful than my nipple piercings okay now i made a big fuss about getting my nipples pierced but i think that's just because i was getting my nipples pierced okay none of you would enjoy that okay just because there's a lot of like there's a lot of like mental shit going on it just it doesn't sit right in your brain it's like holy shit somebody is stabbing my nipples mentally emotionally that that was a psych that was just a psychological assault that was not cool um but i paid for it therefore it was gonna happen um <laughs> uh so but I, now that the hype is calmed down and maybe this must be it could just be the post-trauma forgetfulness but i would like to say that getting my septum pierced was far more painful than getting my nose my nipples pierced so i'm not particularly excited about the pain i am excited about the piercing however um so i have that scheduled for next weekend hopefully everything goes well actually that that weekend after that i would have taken my physical exam and assessment for the firehouse um and i'm hoping that i do well with that i think um I'm hoping that I do well. It's going to be what they're saying literally written in the document is that it is a grueling physical assessment where they put you on a treadmill and they keep you between walking and running for 12 minutes as they slowly increase. Well, okay. So they start you off at like a walking pace and for 12 minutes, they slowly increase the speed and the incline on the treadmill until you're somewhere between walking and running. You know, that like that little like you could jog or you could just speed walk kind of fits pace um, at a very high incline for a duration of 12 minutes. Um, you, I could, because they have laid out the details in full of this exam, I could go to like Planet Fitness or something and just try it out and see if I do well. Um, but I'd like to surprise myself. Yeah, is that stupid? I'm sure other people have done the same in past just fine. Um, but what I have been doing for the past couple of months has is been uh, just abandoning my longboard and have just purely been walking places um, to kind of like build up my muscles and my endurance a little bit. I do have joint problems, um, which I'm not inclined to disclose to my firehouse. Oh uh, yeah, put it on there on the podcast where they can find it. That's smart. I do have pre-existing joint problems. They did get, I feel like this is also something I've already said before, but my joint problems did reach a point in my life where they were so bad, I required the aid of a cane. Yes, I could not walk. Um, for long distances, could not stand. For long distances, I was dealing with ridiculous pain muscle weakness um and just overall joint dysfunction the problems i deal with are called contramalacia patella as well as patellofemoral syndrome my knees don't fucking work boys kneecaps don't own them uh, <laughs> um and 
that causes pain and clicking, swelling, and it can cause weakness and difficulty standing depending on the severity. Um, I also suffer from, as I've been told, sciatica, nerve pain, as well as just what it was roughly described by my physical therapist and by my doctor as just fucked up nerves. My nerves just fucked up. If I try to reach my arms out as far as I can, like airplane mode, it makes the tips of my fingers hurt. If I arch my back, it gives me pain at the top of my head. And if I try to touch my toes, the backs of my calves don't hurt. The bottom of my feet hurt. And that was like the biggest revelation in my life. Like my physical therapist, and this has been the case my entire life. My calves have never hurt when I was trying to touch my, my toes. It was always the bottoms of my feet. And as a child, you know, when the, when you're in gym class as a kid, they say, ooh, we know that stretch hurts. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, it hurts like the bottom of my feet. But nobody ever specifies where it hurts, you know, until you're an adult. And then you're in physical therapy and somebody's like, oh, yeah, no, your calves are burning. And you're like, I'm like, no, no, my calves are not. And then my physical therapist is like, well, where's the pain? And I'm like, the bottom of my feet. Where else would it be? And then my physical therapist is like, what the fuck? Hey, no, that's not, no, that's not right. No, that's not supposed to be, what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> motherfucker, you should have said something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? It's always been this way. What do you mean your calves? Shut the fuck up, you're wrong. And the physical therapist is like, no, dumbass, your nerves are wrong. <laughs> you know, so I do deal with chronic pain on a daily basis but luckily um and this is once again something i've said before being a pedestrian and regularly walking and exercising the muscles surrounding my legs and being able to walk and be active and stretch out my nerves um really 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 has helped me a lot i do not require the use of a cane anymore do I deal with chronic pain? Yes, as my doctor described to me, I will just be dealing with chronic pain for the foreseeable rest of my life. And therefore, I do not feel the need to allow that to stop me from doing things. Like at this point, I'm quite used to the pain. Actually, my doctor has probably, cause you know, she's describing and she's like, you know, this is quite a painful condition that you have. And I'm like, oh really? bad sometimes it's not other and she's like you know i'm pretty sure that you've reached a point where your brain kind of just turns off most of the pain that you're dealing with and so you can't really see consciously how much pain you're in and how that pain affects you on a daily basis i'm like oh and i learned just the extent um that i uh, my brain is turning off the pain receptors because um i remember she put me on this pain medication i was taking it and i was feeling fine and then one day i just stopped taking it and holy dude <laughs> holy shit dude like yo i was like yo what the fuck <laughs> i was like my legs hurt bro bitch don't work bro what the fuck Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Um, and I have not taken pain medication since then, so the pain has turned back off. I just deal with regular aches and pains. Um, those regular aches and pains, I can only assume is excruciating pain to the next person, but I haven't noticed. 
because I deal with this on a daily basis. My brain doesn't care anymore. Um, so, of course, um, this is a challenge that I do face entering into the fire department. But, like, my thing is, is that if I'm going to be dealing with this for the rest of my life, right? Why should I let that, like, hinder my desire to do things that are athletic or taxing on my body? Because regardless of what I do, I'm going to be dealing with this. My knees is going to hurt for until I die. Maybe beyond that. Who knows? God might just pick it up and keep it going. You know what I'm saying? So, if I'm going to be in pain anyways, right? Why not be in pain and do something that I want to do, something that I can enjoy, something that is fulfilling to me? And that is why I am feeling really confident in joining the firehouse. I'm really, really feeling confident in my ability to do this physical exam. I know how to exercise in a way that does not exert my body. I have been training in a way that has not exerted my body, and that is simply by walking. And I know that that doesn't sound like it makes any sense, like, oh, you should be doing cardio and endurance. I know what my body can handle. I know that when I start exercising really hard, my body gives me a big, thick, no ma'am, sit your ass down. Um, low impact exercises work really well for me. Um, have I ever had upper body strength? No. Maybe being in the firehouse will change that. I feel like it's a good time to um go ahead and close out this podcast also i need to pee and also i need to go finish my bread because it's been sitting there just acting stupid this whole time um oh jesus <clears throat> well gotta go back into the the presenter voice i don't know what it is it's the white people phone voice okay and that was (laughs) that was today's episode of the incohesivity podcast thank you for joining me your host asia and as we have now made a habit of ending the podcast um in the words of mr rogers himself It is you that I like, just the way you are. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.